hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the hit, it's time for... Sucker Time. The number one award-seeking comedy podcast about comedy. Podcast. And here's your host, internationally recognized comedy podcast podcaster, Mark Kershaw. Happy New Year. It is me, Mark Hirshon, your host and New Year's baby for 2016. And this is Succotash, the comedy podcast podcast. It's the first edition of Succotash Clips for the New Year, and we have a fine passel of clippage for you. Before we get into the nit and the grit of what's in store this time around, I thought I'd check in to see how many of you Succotashians are also resolutionaries. You know, those folks who steadfastly trot out a litany of resolutions for the New Year. New leaves that they are bound and determined to turn over this time for sure, only to almost immediately start backsliding furiously on their self-commitments. I tend to go pretty low-key and achievable with a resolutionary action, mostly because I know, after being around as long as I have, I've got a pretty good idea how low to set the bar in order to clear it. My first resolution is one I've been kicking off the past 10 years or so with. That's to go without regular coffee or any other form of caffeine for one month. I love coffee, its aroma, its flavor, and its effects. But I know it's not all good in terms of the way you feel if you miss your morning cup. So I've taken this step to purge my system of caffeine and its residual cravings for 31 days. Achievable. The other one is exercise. I'm actually pretty good with this one, to the point that this is actually a resolution to continue my exercise regimen, not a jump start. So to help out, I've signed up for a 10K race in April. So I just need to press a little harder, and I should be ready for that. Achievable. All right. Regarding Succotash, well, I'm just going to shoot for bigger and better this year as far as resolutions go. I've arranged with our friend Sean Merrick to put up the first live episode of Succotash just one month from... Now, that's right, Friday night, February 5th at 6 p.m. at the Improv Lab on Melrose Avenue in Hollywood. Still firming up the details, we'll have more information for you shortly, but we'll have some amazing guests and a lot of fun that night for the one hour that we'll be doing it. But we're also aiming to have a lot of fun right now, by the way. For this show, we've got clippage from the Hobcast with Hob the Troll, How to Be Amazing, the Mike Jolit Show, the new Hollywood podcast, The Potato Bureau, River City Rant, Royal and Doodle, The Cure, and Victrola. We, of course, will be looking into the tweet sack for your tweets and emails, but no burst of Durst this time around. Our friend Will Durst is off touring the Bay Area for his big fat year-end kiss-off show. If you're in the San Francisco area, get details on the remaining shows through January 3rd. Oh, that's going to be pretty much over by the time this drops, so... Never mind, but you can still find out more about Will Durst at willdurst.com. This episode of Suckatash, by the way, is brought to you by Henderson's Old Lang Slacks. Hello, friends, and Happy New Year from Henderson's Pants. As you set out with a freshly minted batch of resolutions for the new year, bound and determined to make at least some of them stick, be sure that one of those vows is to get yourself a pair of Old Lang Slacks from Henderson's. Crafted from recycled calendar pages from last year, Old Lang Slacks are then reinforced with the resolve of those who failed to follow through on their plans to better themselves. 
double-stitched with the pain of failure, these pants are designed to stay with you throughout the coming year while keeping you on track when it comes to fulfilling those oh-so-important obligations to yourself. Here's the secret. Thanks to microchip technology, your old Lang slacks are fully wired and ready for you to program in up to one dozen New Year's resolutions or 18 heartfelt promises not to let others down. Each time the pants sense that you're straying off that old resolution path, you'll get a jolt in your nether region that'll make you wish you hadn't slipped into that pair of the most comfortable pants you've ever owned. But too late now. Another vital feature of Henderson's Old Lang Slacks is the accountability time lock zipper and clasp. These pants won't come off until your resolutions are complete. Originally designed for parole violators, deadbeat dads, and political candidates, Henderson's Old Lang Slacks are available to ring in the new year at a church, synagogue, or mosque near you. That's Henderson's, makers of fine hair shirts and Iron Maidens since 1206 A.D. And now, back to Sagatash. Thank you, Bill Haywatt. My wife and I actually rang in the new year with Bill and show producer engineer Joe Polino and his wife. Uh, we had a great time. Unfortunately, Bill wasn't driving anywhere, so the evening ended up well. Without further ado, should we just jump into the clips for this week's show? Okay. We've clipped podcasts featuring Michael Ian Black as a host before, like Mike and Tom Eat Snacks and Topics, but he's had a new one out for the past year called How to Be Amazing, where his guests are mostly authors, and he picks their brains about their backgrounds, their careers, and how they do what they do so well. I just reviewed his recent two-part interview with author David Sedaris for Huffington Post this past week. A very entertaining and enlightening interview, I thought. Uh, So I thought we would get a nice clip out of it as well. Do you feel like your talent for writing is innate or I mean, it sounds like you don't. It sounds like you, f- you. It sounds like you feel like you had to kind of chisel out this talent for yourself. That that maybe it was there, hidden somewhere, but you had to work really hard to find it. Or do you feel like maybe it was l- sort of laying on the ground, and you just need to pick it up? Oh gosh, I I started writing just. I started one day when I was twenty. Like I just started one day. I didn't think the day before that I would do it, but. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you call it obsessive compulsive. I don't know if it's on the level of a disorder. You know, I don't, but I'm pretty good about doing the exact same thing at the exact same time every day. You know, whether it's a, you know, whether it's a bad thing or a good thing, right? Like, so, gee, if I didn't do my laundry at three o'clock on Sunday, the world would just spin off its axis. I mean, if I went at three thirty, it's out of the question that I would go at three thirty instead of three o'clock. I think that is the literal definition of OCD. I think that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So I will call it that. <laughs> <laughs> but I sat down and I wrote one day, and then I sat down at the exact same time the next day, and I did it again, and I did it again, and I did it again. So, um, when you first started writing, were you consciously trying to? get better was there was there an attempt at craft or was it really just about expunging whatever these thoughts were uh well when i first started and i think it's probably that way for everybody 
uh, I'm doing this book of diary entries. And so I'm having to go back and read through these diaries from like 1977 wow. on. And I can tell, reading those early diaries, I can say, oh, I was reading Joan Didion because mm-hmm. I'm writing like Joan Didion. Or look, look who was re- reading Raymond Carver. <laughs> so such a sponge that, that way that I would... Uh, imitate but that's normal you know for writing and then you eventually you kind of figure out what you sound like january 19th 2009 london 80 buses across the uk are now carrying enormous signs encouraging people to come out as atheists there is probably no god they read now stop worrying and enjoy your life What strikes me is a rather lame wording. If there is probably no God, then there is possibly a heaven and maybe a hell where you just might burn for an eternity. Thus, we're back to square one, aren't we? How did you know for yourself when you had stumbled on your own voice? How did, how did you recognize yourself in your words? Oh, that's a good question. You know, well, first off, I, I never, I, for the first seven years that I wrote, I never showed it to anybody. I never showed anybody anything. So people never saw. That was my, was my fear early on that uh, people would know who I was imitating. Mm-hmm. You know, that I was that transparent. How did I know that it was me? Um, that's a really good question. I guess it's the same question as how do you know when you're ready right. to do something? And and in a big way, I feel like I, you know, and maybe a lot of people feel this way. I feel like I got an opportunity, you know, when Ira put me on the radio, I got an opportunity. And... I look back on, you know, on a lot of those things and that were on the radio or in those first few books, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that those things are out there. You know, I, I don't... So I feel like I, I learned in public a lot. That was David Sedaris visiting with Michael Ian Black on his new How to Be Amazing podcast. Well, it's not new. Like I said, it's been around for about a year, although it's just once a month. So uh, you don't hear it very often. So check that out if you would. I believe it's produced in part by Audible, the audiobook people, which may be why there is an author slant on a lot of the guests. Speaking of guests, I'm setting up an interview with Michael Ian Black himself uh, for this next week, which I've been gunning for ever since Succotash got started. So if that comes off, he will be our guest on the next Succotash Chats episode. So that should be fun. You can find his show in the meantime at its home site, howtobeamazingshow.com, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever podcasts can be streamed and or downloaded. I've got a clip from the new Hollywood podcast hosted by a friend of Succotash, Brian Flaherty. Brian's been getting some great guests on his show, and most recently, he chatted it up with Paula Pell, a very funny writer who's also been on staff at SNL since 1995, produced and wrote 30 Rock, wrote the screenplay Sisters, starring Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and on and on. She related to Brian what her first few days moving to Los Angeles was like. I'm kind of surprised she survived. I, I had my niece, uh, she's like almost 30, she 
said the other day, hammed, which I think okay. I'll have to put in a script. I, I've heard hammered many times, which I love hammered. Sure, yeah. But hammed, she's like, I'm totally hammed. Is that stoned or drunk? No, it's drunk. Oh, I'm hammed. It's like hammered, but hammed. My 12-year-old gets kerfuzzled a lot. <laughs> Whatever that works so well, puzzle? yeah. Oh, just, that's so cute. How was your? How's the transition to LA? Do you oh. hate everybody yet? No, I don't. I I did have one crazy day where I was renting a Ram truck to move. Uh, um, well, actually, not to move stuff, but I realized I was going to be buying some used furniture and stuff, and I would need something, and I didn't want to have everything be delivered, so I got a, a pickup truck which I had had before you, everyone receives one when they're a lesbian and you can store it or you can actually use it. A Ram truck. Where'd you put your your suburban or what are those things called? (laughs) Oh, uh, Subaru. Subarus. Yeah. Um, uh, Only I had a Subaru for two years, but um, anyway, uh, I got this Ram truck and I was over by the Beverly center and was letting my GPS tell me like what, little road to go down and it was completely I could see that it was a one way it was wrong and I got caught in that whole parking lot area with this very big truck and I ended up completely denting very slowly denting the entire length of the truck along somebody's car and then everyone started immediately running over and taking photos of my face and taking photos of my plate plate because they thought you were going to take off and I and it was like 10 in the morning and I got out and I just kept saying guys I am not leaving. Can you see that the keys are not in my hands? I'm not leaving. Can you please try to help me? And they're like, we're trying to get in the mall. And I said, I understand that. But if you back up a little, because I can't activate the wings on my truck, can you just please let me back out? And I was, I will admit, I was having a little bit of, you know, perimenopause, mental breakdown, and sweating a lot. And I said, could you just please let me get my truck out. Well, then they thought that was suspicious that I was trying to get out. Who are these fucking vigilantes? And everyone was so rude and so mean to me. And then right in the middle of it, I shit you not, in the very middle of it, when I was just about to completely like lay down on the ground on my face and cry in the, in the, in the uh, lap, laptop, in the blacktop, this woman dr- goes by with like a weird little cart full of stuff uh, and just is staring at me and just screaming this loud, bitch, 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 (laughs) bitch, 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 like a car alarm. (laughs) And I just went, I popped like seven veins in my head. I was just like, I can't, I can't do And then finally two sweet guys came out and they go, what can we do? I said, could you please help me write a note? I'm just going to write a note for this person. They're not here. It, It was all fine. What and was then the lady screaming bitch at Did she has schizophrenia. She, I think she thing? was a little off and, yeah. and she saw me saying to them, you know, and I was really not being a bitch. If she's listening, which she probably is. I was not her, being a bitch. Ham radio. I was, I, I was brought radio. up to be kind. Even when I'm about to kill someone, I even, even right before I kill someone, I'm kind to them. But, um, yeah, that was one of my first days in LA and I thought, okay, maybe I've brought, as my therapist says, it's an inside job. Maybe I brought my problems with me. Maybe well, it's not an feel... external uh, solution to move to the sunshine. You can backtrack through Brian Flaherty's The New Hollywood podcast archives and listen to some other amazing guests. The New Hollywood is part of the HeadGum Network and can be found all over the place. 
Another podcast I recently reviewed was Victrola, which is the name of a plucky little troupe from Austin's Cold Town Theater in Texas. They rolled out a first eight episodes of their monthly show in 2015, and they promised to return for a second season. The shows are all written by and starring Michael Jastrach, Bob McNichol, Brian Roberts, Lance Gilstrap, Courtney Jones, and Jericho Thorpe. In December, they dropped a compilation show with sketches from the first eight episodes, and here's one of them, a riff on Jurassic World. Jurassic Park uh, Outpost, this is Control Booth. First guests are coming into the park. Looks like it's going to be another beautiful day at Jurassic World. Clarification, please. Uh, everything's A-OK, all the systems are looking no, like no. operational. Uh, first you called it Jurassic Park, then you called it Jurassic World. I'm just wondering what we're calling it today. Uh, please identify yourself when talking to the control booth. Oh, this is Chris. I'm new. The number on my on my walkie-talkie is 12. Uh, hey, Chris, this is Gary. I'm also new. I just didn't know who you were. I'm number eight. Uh, I'm number two, and I'm actually a transfer from Jurassic Park, so it was just a slip of the old dino tone. Jurassic Park's in California. Jurassic World's in Florida. My walkie-talkie says number two, but you guys call me Channel 7. And I want to make sure everybody's doing okay in their outpost, so let's hear a check-in. Can we? Check-in. Oh, that's a check-in. Check-in. Hi, I actually haven't had a chance to identify myself. I am one. That's right. I'm Walkie One. Roger that, Walkie One. Hey, this is Gary. Quick question. Which of these dinosaurs are smoochable? Which ones are good guessers? Uh, I know you're new. Gary, is that? I think so. Uh, none of them are smoochable. The smallest head that we'll find here is going to be 12 times larger than your tiny head, Gary. So I've been smooching this one on the head that kind of looks like a crazy turtle, and I don't know. It seems into it. Uh, anyone in Section 4C that's over by the Bronte Tours? We have a large amount of puke already, so we're going to need a sanitation station. Dino or person? All right, we'll send out a truckload of kitty litter, the kitty cat patrol. Hey, I know it would be fun. What if we all say where we are? I'm by the smoothie booth. I'm by the open T-Rex door. Did you say open T-Rex door? Open? No, a smoothie booth. And I'm in the control tower by my favorite fern. I got a quick question. Are the dinosaurs supposed to eat the people or are the people supposed to eat the dinosaurs? Because I got both going on right now. I don't know who to tell to cut it out. We got a Dino 69 happening. Go ahead and initiate the S-O-P-R-N. The Sopranos? Dino 69, what are you doing? I know I'm new, so this might be a stupid question, but what is a Dino 69? A dinosaur eating a person, and a person eating a dinosaur. So it's not a two dinosaurs going downtown on each other at the same time, right? The person's got his mouth around the dinosaur's butt, and then the dinosaur has a mouth around the person's butt, and they're digesting each other at the same time? Man, I'm, I'm more confused now. Didn't mean to mansplain. Let's just go ahead and close down the entire section. Problem solved. Oh, hey guys, uh, some gates just went down around me. Should I be worried about that? I think that's part of the plan. I think also that's up to you. If you want to be worried, that can be your life outlook, but if you want to stay positive, if you want to say, hey, today I'm going to take you by the reins, you choose happiness. Be a dinosaur half empty or dinosaur half full kind of person. Hey, Rick, what are you wearing? I'm wearing my Jurassic World t-shirt. Oh, shit. Hey, wave real quick. Uh, yeah, I got you on dino cam. Yeah, there's uh, cams attached to dinosaur heads. So there's a dinosaur near me? A couple. They might be blended into the smoothie bar. Yeah, there's a couple raptors. Raptors, raptors. No, it doesn't ring a bell. Velociraptors. Don't eat them. Don't. 69. If, but, well, I guess if they start eating you, yeah, try, maybe eat them back. Make sure it's a girl dino, because God's watching. Uh, guys, there's a problem with teacups. Yeah, one of the T-Rex is wedged inside one of the teacups, and it's adorable, but he ate a bunch of kids. Does the T stand for T-Rex and teacup? Yep. That checks out. That's a-okay. Quick check-in. Gotta make sure everyone's alive. My body's half inside a dinosaur's mouth. Is that okay? I'm dead on the inside. I have been for a long time. This is Operator 12. Please open all raptor cages. All right. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, we got to give him a raptor test. Uh, what side of a car steering wheel is the turn signal typically on? Both sides, depending on which direction you're turning the car. Well, that checks out. Open up those cages. <laughs>
You can check out the first season action of Victrola at their home site, victrolapod.com, as well as download or stream them from one of the many places that don't pay us to mention them. Our next clip was sent in using our direct upload link at hightail.com slash you slash succotash by Terrell, one half of the crew at The Cure Podcast. He writes, hey, thanks for following The Cure Podcast on Twitter. We decided to use your service and we already have an intro. However, it's not three to five minutes long. It's about two minutes. Uh, Hopefully that would suffice. If not, we'll create another intro next week. Thanks, Terrell or Terrell. Well, I DM'd him back to let him know that uh, we're not that keen on playing package promos and that we prefer straight-up clips, but after listening to what he sent in on behalf of his co-host Marcus and himself, I think this works just fine. Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Marcus. And this is The Cure Podcast. Where we talk about a range of topics, giving you the point of view of two 25-year-old cousins in the world. cousins. Cadot cousins, as that's how he likes to call us. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, here's a clip. Yes, well, walking that got two more years, I feel. Bro, let's be maybe, honest. Maybe. You wake up right now. You wake up tomorrow, right now, and it's like the walking dead outside. I'm ending it as soon as I wake up. How? I'm killing myself. Oh, I mean, that would be crazy because what if they finally care? You always say that. <laughs> but this, I guarantee all these zombie games I've played lets me know I have to end it because I'm not built for that. Yeah, but they don't. You don't have the mentality of thinking like they probably have the cure. You listen, <laughs> I'm ending it. They how still ain't give me the cure you, for AIDS. How you think? How, but how you think Magic Johnson's? Oh, working? you know what, Magic? <laughs> yeah, listen, Magic ain't man. He listen, the cure. So listen, he's the walking dead. Oh, brain blast. <laughs> AMC, call me. I have a script out there for you. Oh, it'd be dope. Oh. <laughs> Can you, this, they need to put time. magic in the show and be like, yo, your blood reverses the zombie effect. Nah. Yes. I'm just I think people are just gonna get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine? When they dead, now they got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hey listen? Listen. The better two evils. Because basically how you kill the walkers is just stab them in the head. So by giving them AIDS, you go and just probably give them like a shock. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Okay. I'm at AMC. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to come back about it. I'm going to come back with it. Don't worry. I got time. I'm going to come back. You can get more of The Cure from their home site, thecurepodcast.com, and other podcast friendly sites on the web. And guys, thanks for sending in the clip of your show. Appreciate it. If you felt a disturbance in the force the past couple of weeks, that wasn't the new Star Wars movie opening, it was the return of the Royal and Doodle podcast. After some time away from the mics, Tommy Royal and Angus Doodle are back. Where they been? What have they been doing? Well, you'll have to download and subscribe to their podcast for the intimate details, but here's a snippet of R&D banter to give you a taste. Is that how this goes, then? We don't, yeah, normally. <laughs> Did you have an intro planned? Yeah, because basically yeah, what I was going to say is if you haven't listened to this before... Um... <clears throat> then you're probably not listening now still. What happens is we don't know. Because it's, there's, it just kind of develops into either having a natter, mayhem, or probably mayhem, or unintelligible meandering waffle. And I do like to use the phrase meandering waffle because, Mr. Doodle, why do I like to use that phrase? Because when we were previously on the iTunes, we had a review that was meandering waffle, and it was our favourite review ever. 
ever. It was absolutely our favourite yeah. review because it was the most accurate review. Yeah. <laughs> the people go, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. There, there was a discussion at one point that we were going to come back, not as R&D, but as the show called Meandering, Meandering Waffle. Waffle. Yeah, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, we'd have to change all the logos and everything. And uh, no. Fuck that shit. <laughs> exactly. So we thought we'd stick with the Royal and Doodle thing. Because it's quite self-explanatory, as I said before. I'm Mr. And it's Royal, less work. And he's Mr. Doodle, and we're lazy sods at the end of the day. So, better. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're talking about getting old. We weren't talking about getting old, but I am talking about it. Well, you did mention it, and we were talking about it earlier. I know it's really difficult to believe. Anyone that's seen me uh, in the flesh... (laughs) (laughs) That was quite good, actually. That sounded like a sound effect. It wasn't. It was. See, we do our own live sound effects. Let me press the button again. Something wrong with your iPad, mate, because that was different. That to was the a first different time. one. Oh, is it? You yeah. got more than one on there. Yeah, I got more than one. Press the other button, the one that's just to the left. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's totally different. Oh, that was the right. Sorry. Yeah, but no, I've um, I've uh, matured, shall we say, matured <laughs> over the <laughs> Have age. You've been kept in an oak barrel. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I tried. I tried, but I got out, didn't I? I used to be a carpenter. I can get out. That's why we stopped for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I spent a year in a barrel. It was... It was good for the first half an hour, because it was a... I used to like that band you were in. Under a barrel. Under a barrel. Yeah, they're brilliant, they are. Some Especially when you rolled out a new song. (laughs) Rolled out. uh, Again, you might find you do get some Chas and Dave references, because... they're ace. Mr. Doodle is the biggest Chas and Dave fan, and we're not sponsored Whoa, by no, Chas no, and Dave. no, 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 no. We're both Chas and Dave fans. Yeah, yeah, but and you're, you're bigger, bigger than me. Um, oh, do you... Ah, uh, you don't mean physically. Uh, or do you mean height-wise? Well, you're taller than me. Yeah, but you're wider than me. Yeah. You're a bit of a wide boy, ain't you? Let's face it, a drinking straw's wider than you, so, you know. <laughs> oh, he's upset now. I've offended his senses since he sat down. Oh, we were stood up, but he's he's now sat down because he's... I'm had, back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't leave I, it. wouldn't take long. Just, cause, just in case there's a lady listening in, which case he'd be going... Welcome back, boys. Listeners, get your fill of the Royal and Doodle cast at royalanddoodle.libson.com slash podcast, or just Google Royal and Doodle and track them down wherever they might be. We haven't chatted up our friend Hob the Troll lately, the purveyor of the Hobcast, but I do chat with him every so often on Twitter and occasionally on Facebook. That's how I know about his recent Christmas special. The Hobcast has been a little off schedule, shall we say, during 2015, but Hob got it together enough to produce a fun little holiday episode where he placed phone calls to some folks. Now, some of these people apparently donated money for the opportunity to hear from Hob, but this clip doesn't come from one of those calls. But this one is because it's Christmas, and what I like to do is I like to have a couple of adult beverages and call people. So first I'm going to call up somebody who's very, very important that uh, I think you all know. Do I have another sip? I'm going to have another sip. They're probably very busy. Thank you for calling, Santa. Unfortunately, I'm out busy working on my sleigh. So please leave me a message and get me a new sleigh. You, slay me. Ho, ho, ho. 
Hi Santa, it's, it's Hob the Troll. I don't know if you remember me. I, I worked for you last year. <clears throat> I mean, earlier this year. And uh, I was I was one of the people that answered your phones when people got uh, the presents that they needed to exchange. And I did that for a couple months and then I was let go. And I just want to let you know that I'm I'm sorry that I disappointed you. Okay? Um, I know I let you down, Santa. And I'm sorry, but I still think you're great and I like singing songs about you. And I know that I might be put on the naughty list. Because uh, of before, you know, I, I, I don't know if you heard, but I made a scene when uh, I was given the news, and I'm sorry, but I was very emotional. And I want you to know, Santa Claus, that you mean a lot to me, and I was just devastated. Uh, and I know now I'm probably going to get on the naughty list more because I have called you, uh, and I'm leaving a voicemail that is, uh, in, I'm slightly in... in Maybe I shouldn't be making phone calls right now in this state, but I have to. Uh, this is what I'm feeling, and I've been thinking about it for a while. And if I don't, if I don't call and let you know that I'm sorry, I might never be put on the nice list again, and it'd be real sad. Cause I try to be nice. I try to to have. I try to make people happy and people. And, and let people have a good day and tell them that they're nice and I sing songs. And that's all I wanted to do. I just needed a little bit of extra work and I've always wanted to, to work for you and I'd want to help you out and it, it kind of backfired and I lost control of things for a little bit, but I'm okay. I don't usually get like this, Santa. I think you, you, you know, you watch, you know. Um... And I just want you to know that I care very much about you. And uh, I'm sorry I let you down. Um, I hope that... Uh, I hope you, you everybody's well. I hope everybody... I hope... Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, I've tried to be good this year. and uh, But I don't know if I'm being good because... It's, what I should be, or because I was just afraid that you would still be mad at me. I had, there's a lot of emotions going on, Santa. I understand, you know, you're used to people crying on your lap, and maybe not so much on your voicemail. So, I'll, I'll let you go, and I just want you to know that, uh, uh, I'm sorry I let you down, but I'll, I'm going to be the best troll I can be, and that's all... That's all that anyone can ask of me, you know? Tune your interneter to the Hobcast at hobthetroll.com and see what weirdness might be coming out from under his bridge in 2016. Uploading clips directly to us is not the only way for comedy podcasters to get their stuff on the show, of course. I harvest a bunch of clips myself. Our associate producer, Tyson Saner, is busy slicing and dicing clips as well. And you can also email a three to five minute MP3 clip into our tweet sack. Thanks, Tweety. At marc at succotashshow.com. That's mark at succotashshow.com. 
That's what they did over at the River City Rants podcast. And to prove it, here's the letter that came with the clip. Quote, Mark, I heard you on Dave's Comedy A Go-Go podcast and you were a great guest. Thanks, guys. We love Comedy A Go-Go, by the way. I think your podcast idea is such a unique idea and really helpful in helping others weave through all that's out there. Our podcast, River City Rant, is dubbed an irresponsible comedy podcast where we simply just rip on anything and everything. One of our favorite segments we do is called Worst Characters, where two of us throw out voices in an improv format. I hope you enjoy and use this clip as we feel it's one of our best. Thank you, Britt Crumley, River City Recordings Radio, Jacksonville, Florida. All right, well, thank you, Britt. Without further ado, here's a sampling of River City Rant. <laughs> All right, go to yeah, Britt, you got another one? That was weird. On to the no, next no. story. Okay, next table. All right, all right. Oh, look at this velvet poster. This is nice. Does it glow in the dark, sir? Hands off poster. Another Asian guy. You call Another Asian guy. You is this Chinatown? Does Jack Beach freaking flea market? You call Chinatown? That's what you get here. Oh Velvet no, I know you. Oh, Velvet you tried to sell me a car one time. <laughs> you back again? Yes. You back again? I got you this time. No. <laughs> you buy everything. You tried to bang my girlfriend in the back of a Toyota. She like while I was inside doing like, the paperwork. She like pubes longer than stem. <laughs> she like you lost sim. Oh my god. You lost him. You Michael J. Fox. Wong Jong Chan. I do reach round. Reach round your girlfriend, she love me now. <laughs> Is, that's probably why she left me. Yes, that envelope poster that I sell. The you, I like two, your velvet two, poster. Two for two hundred dollars. Why you did you get into the velvet poster game? What happened to the car game? Y'all y'all old lady. She tell me to get into a velvet poster game to try to befool you. <laughs> befool you. And that's why you come here buy many poster. <laughs> you, you want more poster? I, I might poster. be in the velvet poster market now. Velvet, velvet poster gets you What is this? Is this, a, is this a, that's a mushroom with Jerry Garcia and, and Tony Soprano? Oh, yeah. That get every, everybody lay. Everybody lay get laid. To Jelvin Garcia. Hold, hold on. Where are we getting on this? <laughs> no. Oh, you're back. Get it back in your booth. Hey. Hey, I do not want fake royals here. I was real serious about those British knights. <laughs> <laughs> you, your knight, your British knights, not here. I don't want to hear them to Velvet Porter. Oh, come on, buddy. Just come watch. on, nothing. Watch this me. is the weirdest come on things nothing. ever happened if, to me. If I, if I, watch me zip my pants up and down real This fast. must be the Chinatown aisle. Uh, oh, your penis is so large for Asian Americans. Yeah, right. So small. Oh, God. <laughs> it's by so small, I can see it. Oh, still. You cannot see mine. Look. It's oh. not there. All bush. Oh, oh, God. All bush. I How did you swim my girlfriend oh, my with God. that? Michael J. Fox just won the basketball tournament in Team Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I want her with the pew tickler. Listen, guys. The pew tickler. I got, all of I got $20. Which one of you guys are getting it? Now, hold on just one second. There's one guy here who happens to not be an Asian. Bill man. Cosby, is that you? Shut your mouth, you stupid fucker. Let me, let, <laughs> let me get in here real quick and put the record straight, okay? Number one, your face is dumb and you make me want to shit in my pants. This is the worst customer service ever. Shut the fuck up, Whitey. I don't give a fuck about you. Black people make me want to puke. White people make me want to puke. I'm here with the fucking Asian people. Mild-mannered people. 
Oh, no, my man. He Shut the fuck up, Mr. Asian man. I'm not done with the making the boot and the boop and the zip zop zooly bop. Bodies bridge nights right now. <laughs> I turned into a southern guy. <laughs> now, Bodies bridge nights. <laughs> Bill Cosby, what are you doing at the flea market? Some questions is all meant to be answered, my man. Shut your fuck about and buy the shoes or I'll kill you with these drugs I use to rape all of those white What, people. are you in with this Asian guy over here? Shut the fuck up, buddy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you bet bring me 50% on everything you rape. Oh, Everything you rape, I want half. I, I, I want, want half things I need, you rape, I take that half. I need the other half. I just really need somebody to give me some of that push. Right this now. is the worst part of my of Jacksonville. <laughs> Chinatown. <laughs> Chinatown, Jacksonville. You been down the China aisle? The China aisle at the Jack's Beach Flea Market? Hadn't been here lately. You ought to come down and get your velvet poster. Get your velvet poster. Get your pills from Bill. <laughs> your pills from Bill. You have night dream. You wake up with Chinese mustache that I paint on with. I'll tell you what. I bought those bills, oh and I woke God. up looking like this, you fucking piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's my wife. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking horny right now. Seriously, hobbitses make me want to masturbate all day long. Oh, God. These little shorts can barely contain my zombie penis. Oh, my Dear God. What, are, what do you have in your hand there? What do you got in your hand there? None of your business, you <laughs> piece of shit. I got $20. I'm trying to spend my money here. You shit garbage. You make me sick. Sick, sick. You know what? Let me take a look at that gack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the end of And that scene. And that is, that is it. I don't know if it can be topped. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's going to be topped. Catch River City Rant and some other fine podcasts as well over on the River City Recordings radio home site at rcrradio.com. Once upon a time, there was a show out of Sacramento, California called The Van Full of Candy Podcast. Fresh episodes stopped showing up in the early months of last year, but the guys connected to it, a bunch of sketch and improv performers, have branched out in new and different ways and other podcasts. We featured a clip from Stab, Back in the fall, and now here's a clip from another show called The Potato Bureau. It's a fun concept. Let me read from their iTunes description. The Potato Bureau is a musically inspired improv podcast recorded live at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. Every show features a local musician or group performing on stage for the audience. They give the Bureau a few songs and stories, and the Bureau uses those nuggets of inspiration to take you on a sometimes crazy audible journey. Now, the cast of the Potato Bureau is Corky McDonald, Zach Coles, Tina Jett, Eric Barger, Michelle Petro, Molly Doan, and Court Hansen. Here's a sample of what they sound like in action. You guys want to do some scenes? Buckingham! Buckingham, you have wronged me for the final time. I challenge you to a duel at dawn! I accept, Sir Fortworth. Fine. I shall second him. Fine! Since I am challenging you, it is my choice in weapons. I choose my fists, and I shall punch you in your gonads. All right, I choose my rapier. No, you, you can't, you can't, you actually can't choose a different weapon. The whole thing is we both, I choose a weapon, and we both fight the same weapon. Otherwise, you could, I could choose my fists, and you could say, I have a machine gun, and that would not be cool, so. 
Oh, well, I wasn't aware of these fancy new rules. I thought it was the weapon of choice. <laughs> yes, my choice. It's not your choice. You cannot choose your own I weapon. I thought we each chose our own weapon. Do, well, if we're doing that, I want to choose a different weapon. Well, I... Th- oh, okay. Well... One is kind of want to punch you in your gonads. All right, all right, all right. I understand. I understand, sir. Sir, good, good, sir. Fortworth. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, mm. fine. We shall duel with our fists. Whoa, whoa! Now that you brought this up, I kind of want to go with it. Um, wait, wait. So you go to the rapier? So I'll do a pistol, I suppose. No, no, wait, wait. no, no, no! By Duchess of Queensberry rules, once the weapon is chosen. It must be stuck with. Oh, yes. we're doing Queensberry rules It's now? punches to the gonads oh, to the death. Fine. So just to clarify, uh, am, am I using a rapier against his fists, or is he using a pistol? I don't understand well, the rules anymore. No, you, are, you chose rapier, yes. which you are using, but what? it's rapier to the gonads. He must, he must use fists to the gonads. Oh, oh okay, yeah. so I'm to chop off his gonads with my rapier. Well, well chopping off is just right that's out, sir. Quite, that's oh, quite rude, just oh, right yeah. out. So a punch to the gonads with a rapier. Yes, quite. Correct, sir. Yes. Now you have it. Okay, right, right. now I, 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 I have a question. Yes, go for it. Now, uh, do I have to use a punch to the gonads? Do I have to use the handle of the sword? Uh, or may I do a swift stab to the gonads with my rapier? Oh, that is... Uh, I would absolutely, I would honestly prefer you not stab my gonads. La- Lady Marjorie. Lady Marjorie? Yes, my lord. Uh, do look up in the Duchess of Queensberry rules... Yes, whether one must punch with the handle of a rapier or with the sharp end of a rapier. One moment while I get the parchment, please. Thank you. I mean, technically, it still could count as a punch. Oh, no, you are correct, yeah, sir. I mean, well, yes, but it's a rather sharp punch. I'm not quite a fan of that. I'm afraid it looks as though one must be equivalent to the other. So if one uses a fist, one must use the butt end of a rapier like a fist. Ah, okay, okay, does that mean that I have to hold the sharp end of the rapier uh, in my own hands and that is hit correct. him in the gonads? Yes, that's right. You tricked me, Sir Fortworth. What? No, you're the one who brought up a rapier. I just wanted to punch you in your gonads. I wanted to slit your throat. Whoa! However, Wait. I will say... Yes, sir. Based on the Sir Hummery Bumble's Snorts duel of 1612. Oh, yes, yes. Ooh, if one did want to slit throats, you could do that with the gonads. Oh. He could slit your throat with his gonads. Oh. <laughs> so if I... Okay. As long as gonads are involved some way, so I, honor is preserved. Sir. So it has to start with a, a punch. Is that correct? That uh, is correct. Correct. Right. Okay. okay. So if I punch his gonads so swiftly mm. that, that they fly off, then I may then use his gonads to slit his throat. Is that correct? Uh, consult the parchment. And uh, section IIVI, that is correct. Uh, figure 29 does show a man slitting yes. another man's throats with his own gonads. Wow, that is a very illustrative picture. It's well illustrated, yes. I see well, we cut to over the shoulder. Uh, William Shakespeare is sitting there trying to pound out his play. <laughs> so perhaps if Desdemona uses the gonads to <laughs> and scene. Why don't you drop on in and have a listen to what else the Potato Bureau has going on, won't you? Their home site's over at soundcloud.com slash the Potato Bureau, and you can download or stream them from lots of other podcast joints as well. 
When I guest on other podcasts, like the aforementioned Dave Nelson's Comedy A Go-Go Show, I often talk about how one of the shining benefits of the medium of podcasting is that the barrier of entry is so low that pretty much anyone can do it. You just need a mic, something to record with, a smattering of knowledge how to get what you record online, and an idea for the show. A lot of the shows we clip are hosted by comedians or other well-known entertainers, and it's clear some of those production budgets are pretty decently sized. I was recently DMing with Mike Jolitz on Twitter, and he's a one-man operation, that podcasting from the kitchen table model. I'm not sure what the size of his listenership is yet, and he's still feeling his way into his sound, but I thought it'd be great to give him a shout-out and play a clip from the Mike Jolitz show. And now, it is time for the news. A Florida store is including a shotgun with every jewelry purchase over $400. What a bargain! Anyone remember that? My bad impression, but you might. Shotgun weddings must be rising in popularity in Florida, or not, depending on if you're the bride or groom. So some people are... Uh, so some people have bought into this hoax that Mark Zuckerberg is going to give 1,000 people $4.5 million each for posting some stupidity on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Jeez. Also seen on the web this past week was a illustration of a panda amongst a lot of snowmen. Went viral it did, but was really easy to find him. Or her. It could be girl too, I guess. Remember this? Yeah, um, sorry for bringing that uh, noise <laughs> to your ear holes again. It is horrible. It is cool, but you know, it sucks. Anyway, uh, those kids have done it again. This time, it was to Crazy Train. Listen to this. Yeah, let's see you get that out of your head in the next day or so. Mm -hmm. Good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. The Carolina Panthers lost. Yeah, suck it, Cam. <laughs> Dallas lost too. <laughs> Again. Unfortunately, the Patriots lost as well. Did Slater actually say punt? Oh, bad call. And my Packers got their asses handed to them by the Cardinals. Ugly. So ugly, in fact, I stopped watching during the third quarter. <laughs> this is miserable. I just gave up. Whatever. That's a taste of the Mike Jolich Show. You can check him out on Spreaker.com. It doesn't look like he's up on iTunes yet at this point, but Spreaker.com will have you covered. That's going to do it for our clips this episode. It's time to get into the tweet sack, although we already have, really, since two of our clips this week came in that way. Other than those submissions, let's see what else we've got. There's a, oh, there's a new five-star review on iTunes this week, thanks to 
Oh, it's Mike from the Mike Jolich Show. That's a weird coincidence. His review is titled So Freakin' Funny and reads, quote, Love this show. So much comedy in one place can't be wrong. Thanks for putting this out. Way too much fun. Hard to concentrate with it. On at work, though. Unquote. Thanks, Mike. He knows those iTunes ratings and reviews go a long way to spreading the word about the podcast. So how about you? No pressure. But if you took a few minutes to do the same, we'd love it. Got a DM from Podcasters Megaphone or at Megaphone Pod on Twitter that reads, I've also got two other podcasts you might like. You can find them at Cookie Podcast and at Election College. All right. He says it's serious, ridiculous amounts of fun with both of them. Okay, great. Well, thanks for the word up, Pod Meg. We'll check them out. I, speaking of checking out, I've been checking out a new podcast provider hosting service the past week or so, an outfit called Art19 that's been popping up on a lot of the shows that we've been clipping. Got a personal tour from two of the Art19 honchos, Sean and Jimmy, and there's a very good chance that Succotash might be making a shift in the next month or so. It will not affect you as a subscriber or listener, but it might just be the ticket to us luring in some actual paying advertisers. Come on, you know we got to get those bills paid, friends. Nobody's clicking on the donate button up at SuckatashShow.com. You could turn all that around if you wanted to, but again, no pressure. Happy second anniversary to our friend Megan, a.k.a. Podcast Whore, and her Screams and Moans podcast. She and her guests talk about unusual films and have a lively, mature discussion about a pile of different things. Find out more at ScreamsAndMoans.com, and darn it, I forgot to clip her show to commemorate it in time for this sh- this episode. So, Megan, never fear. We will cover you on the next Succotash Clip show, and that's a promise from me, which I usually stand by. I got a note in the emails from Harry White, our comedian friend from New York, who submitted a couple of Henderson's pants spots. We played one last week and have the other in production. Seems Harry's not done yet. His email reads, quote, Here's a commercial I just thought of that would fit for springtime. Edit and add as you see fit. Also, If you want me to stop thinking of these, that's fine, too. Well, I won't stop thinking of them, but I could stop sending them to you, unquote. Well, this newest one is funny, too, Harry, so keep on keeping on. And we'll keep paying you the growing rate, which is the same amount I get paid for doing this show, by the way. All right, that's the tweet sack for you. Everything except our shout-out to those folks kind enough to tweet, retweet, favorite, like, mention, or otherwise include Succotash in their social media-izing in the past week or so. And that happens right now. John Brooks, Hunter Block, Michael John Simpson, Sick in the Head, Giselle Nett, Ed Wallach, Corky Knievel, Just Van Gogh, Ryan Bradshaw, Maggie Taylor, Wayne Fetterman, Ice and the Face, Big Papa Podcast, The Roundabout Podcast, Dale Seaver, Jane Tomlinson, Exy Poss, Over Newser, George Grimwood, The All-Seeing Guys, Mulligan Maloney, HHDS Mag, Amanda Baramke, Child Silas, Michael Ellison, Primalcast, John Markowitz, Cody Falk, Keep 13 Corey, Abel Nancy, Christine Blackburn, Comic Converse, Seriously Talk Seriously, Andrew Maine, Wingfield Mosier, Jenny Stencil, New York Comedy, Raining Lunatic, Bill Sweeney, Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks, Jordan Brady, Logic Dev, Podcast Squared, Jeremy Ryan Slate, Salty Language Podcast, Brian Morgan, Agent Palmer, Is This Real Life? Comatose Podcast, Peak Feed, FYFC Podcasts, The Naked Porch Podcast, 
Black Core VR, SupDoc Podcast, PRX, Hal Lublin, We Got This Podcast, Tim Runs His Mouth, Vengeful Jedi, Samantha Pet, Derek Marshall, Smab Audio, The Angry Ginger, Drinks with Josh and Ben, Mobile Mike, Dennis McCalmont, Eric Draught, Jeffrey Welchman, DAPF Pod Neil, Halle Jose, or probably Halle Jose, Dave in the Cave, Dave Milligan, CSC Workwear, Patrice Truong, Master Debaters, Third Wing Media, Paul Mercurio, Nick Del Prado, Rounds Jake, Let's Chat Podcast, The Fix Podcast, Desiree Peoples, Nugnar Gang, Andrew Goddard, Rita Kidwelly, Aaron Muhammad, Jason Hoke, Sharons of Kim, Worley Garcia, Geek Dig Podcast, Fanmatic, John Mallon, Shane Elliott, Broken Filter Show, Atwood Berry, Instagrants 2, Conrad and Jack Show, Hillbilly Nerd Talk, Dr. Linda Tucker, Alan Weeder, Warden Janine, and Pod Blocked. That's going to do it for Epi 124 of Succotash Clips. Thanks for listening, or whatever it is you do while I'm talking and playing clips. Fingers crossed that upcoming Epi 125 is a Succotash chat show, and my guest will hopefully be Michael Ian Black. We've never met, but we've both written movies identically titled Wedding Days. He directed his, and mine was on TV. (laughs) And they both currently have 5.7 stars on IMDb, so we'll talk about that and more. So be sure to pass the Succotash. Good and Happy New Year. You've been listening to Suckatash, the comedy podcast podcast with your host, Mark Hershon. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuckatashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher Smart Radio, and on SoundCloud. You can also hear us streaming and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Suckatash Show. Email us at marc at SuckatashShow.com. Or call into the Suckatash hotline at our non-toll-free call number, 818-921-7212. Suckatash is produced and engineered with the kind assistance of Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, home of the hit... Our associate producer is Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Until next time, I am your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the succotash. Goodbye. Goodbye.